Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 11th of March, which is the 8th of Adar 2 on the Hebrew calendar. This week, we are in a Torah portion or a section from the Torah, which we call Parasha. And this week's Parasha is called Vaikra. That means He called. Today's reading, the sixth reading, is Leviticus 4.27 through 5.10. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If any one of the common people sins unwittingly in doing any of the mitzvot that the Lord has commanded not to be done, and is guilty. If his sin, which he has sinned, is made known to him, then he shall bring for his offering a goat, a female without blemish, for his sin, which he has sinned. He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill the sin offering in the place of burnt offering. The Kohen shall take some of its blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and the rest of its blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. All its fat he shall take away, like the fat is taken away from the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the Kohen shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him, and he shall be forgiven. If he brings a lamb as his offering for a sin offering, he shall bring a female without blemish, He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill it for a sin offering in the place where they kill the burnt offering. The Kohen shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and all the rest of its blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat like the fat of the lamb is removed from the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the Kohen shall burn them on the altar, on the offerings of the Lord made by fire. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him concerning his sin that he has sinned, and he will be forgiven. If a soul sins in that he hears a public adjuration to testify, he, being a witness, whether he has seen or known, if he does not report it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal, or the carcass of unclean livestock, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, and it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he shall be guilty. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever his uncleanness is with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him, when he knows of it, 
then he shall be guilty. Or if anyone swears rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man might utter rashly with an oath, and it is hidden from him, when he knows it, then he will be guilty of one of these. So it shall be, when he is guilty of one of these, he shall confess that in which he has sinned, and he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord for his sin which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat, for a sin offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he has sinned, two turtle doves or two young pigeons, to the Lord, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the Kohen, who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering. He shall wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. He shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. He shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the ordinance, and the Kohen shall make atonement for him concerning his sin which he has sinned, and he shall be forgiven. That was Leviticus 4.27-5.10. through 5, 10. Today's portion from the Prophets is Isaiah 5. Let me sing for my well-beloved a song of my beloved about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. He dug it up, gathered out its stones, and planted it with the choicest vine. He built a tower in the middle of it and also cut out a wine press in it. He looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, please judge between me and my vineyard. What, have, what could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why, when I looked for it to yield grapes, did it yield wild grapes? Now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be eaten up. I will break down its wall, and it will be trampled down. I will lay it a wasteland. It will not be pruned or hoed, but it will grow briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah is his pleasant plant. And he looked for justice, but behold, oppression. For righteousness, but behold, a cry of distress. Woe to those who join house to house, who lay field to field until there is no room. And you are made to dwell alone in the middle of the land. In my ears, the Lord of hosts says, Surely many houses will be desolate, even great and beautiful, unoccupied. For ten acres of vineyard shall yield one bath, and a homer of seed shall yield an ephah. Woe to those who rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink. 
who stay late into the night until wine inflames them. The harp, lyre, tambourine, and flute with wine are at their feasts, but they do not respect the work of the Lord. Neither have they considered the work of his hands. Therefore my people go into captivity for lack of knowledge. Their honorable men are famished, and their multitudes are parched with thirst. Therefore Sheol has enlarged its desire and opened its mouth without measure, and their glory, their multitude, their pomp, and he who rejoices among them descend into it. So man is brought low, and mankind is humbled. And the eyes of the arrogant ones are humbled. But the Lord of hosts is exalted in justice, and God the Holy One is sanctified in righteousness. Then the lambs will graze as in their pasture, and strangers will eat the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of falsehood, and wickedness as with cart rope, who say, Let him make haste, let him hasten his work, that we may see it. Let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw near and come, that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good, and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe to those who are mighty to drink wine and champions at mixing strong drink, who acquit the guilty for a bribe but deny justice to the innocent. Therefore, as the tongue of fire devours the stubble and as the dry grass sinks down in the flame, so their roots shall be as rottenness and their blossom shall go up as dust, because they have rejected the Torah of the Lord of hosts, and despise the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore the anger of the Lord burns against his people, and he has stretched out his hand against them, and has struck them. The mountains tremble, and their dead bodies are as refuse in the middle of the streets, For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is still stretched out. He will lift up a banner to the nations from far away, and he will whistle for them from the end of the earth. Behold, they will come speedily and swiftly. No one shall be weary nor stumble among them. No one shall slumber nor sleep. Neither shall the belt of their waist be untied, nor the strap of their sandals be broken, whose arrows are sharp, and all their bows bent. Their horses' hoofs will be like flint, and their wheels like a whirlwind. Their roaring will be like a lioness, and they will roar like young lions. Yes, they shall roar, and seize their prey and carry it off, and there will be no one to deliver. They will roar against them in that day, like the roaring of the sea. If one looks to the land, behold, darkness and distress, and the light is darkened in its clouds. That was Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, chapter 5. 
Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 144. By David, blessed be the Lord my rock, who teaches my hands to war and my fingers to battle, my loving kindness, my fortress, my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I take refuge, who flattens peoples beneath me. Lord, what is man that you care for him, or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a breath. His days are like a shadow that passes away. Part your heavens, Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they will smoke. Throw out lightning and scatter them. Send out your arrows and confound them. Stretch out your hand from above. Rescue me and deliver me out of great waters, out of the hands of foreigners whose mouths speak deceit, whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song to you, God. On a ten-stringed lyre, I will sing praises to you. You are he who gives salvation to kings, who rescues David his servant from the deadly sword. Rescue me and deliver me out of the hands of foreigners, whose mouths speak deceit, whose right hand is the right hand of falsehood. Then our sons will be like well-nurtured plants, our daughters like pillars carved to adorn a palace. Our barns are full, filled with all kinds of provision. Our sheep produce thousands and ten thousands in our fields. Our oxen will pull heavy loads. There is no breaking in and no going away, and no outcry in our streets. Happy are the people who are so situated. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. That was Psalm 144. Our portion today from the Apostles is Acts 11. Now the emissaries and the brothers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Kepha had come up to Jerusalem, those who were of the circumcision contended with him, saying, You went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Kepha began and explained to them in order, saying, I was in the city of Yafo praying, and in a trance I saw a vision a certain vessel descending, like it was a great sheet let down from heaven by four corners, and it came as far as me. When I had looked intently at it, I considered and saw the four-footed animals of the earth, wild animals, creeping things, and birds of the sky. I also heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Kepha, kill and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. But a voice answered me the second time out of heaven, What God has made clean, you must not call common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And behold, immediately three men stood before the house where I was, having been sent from Caesarea to me. And the Ruach told me to go with them without dis discriminating. Moreover, these six brothers accompanied me, 
and we entered into the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying to him, Send to Yafo and get Shimon, who is called Kepha, who will speak to you words by which you will be saved, you and all your house. And as I began to speak, the Ruach HaKodesh fell on them, just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, Yohanan indeed immersed in water, but you will be immersed in the Ruach HaKodesh. If then God gave to them the same gift as us when we believed in the Lord Yeshua the Messiah, who was I that I could withstand God? And when they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. They therefore who were scattered abroad by the oppression that arose about Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except to Jews only. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, proclaiming the Lord Yeshua. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. And the report concerning them came to the ears of the assembly which was in Jerusalem. And they sent out Barnava to go as far as Antioch, who, when he had come and had seen the grace of God, was glad. He exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they should remain near to the Lord. For he was a good man, and full of the Ruach HaKodesh and of faith, and many people were added to the Lord. And Barnava went out to Tarsus to look for Shaul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. And it came about that for a whole year they were gathered together with the assembly and taught many people. And the disciples were first called Messianic in Antioch. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and foretold by the Ruach that there was going to be a great famine all over the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brothers living in Judea, which they also did, sending it to the elders by the hands of Barnava and Shaul. That was Acts chapter 11, and it concludes today's readings. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading, let's see, Revelation 5 today also. Well, it's time to present our prayer requests for today. And this is quickly becoming such a precious moment of this podcast for me because um, so many women are sending in requests and some men as well. And um, they're, they're just encouraged by the fact that there are thousands of other listeners around the world who are taking a moment out of their day to pray and agree with them in prayer for the requests that they have. And so today we have a couple. And I'm going to start with this one. She says... Um, I'm scared of getting on a plane and I have to get on four to get back home. Please pray. And so let's pray for Samantha 
that she would have the peace of God as she gets on the plane to go home, on the four planes to go home. I also want to pray for this one. Please pray for my husband, Keegan, who is an atheist, to come to Christ. That's from Cynthia in Illinois. And I'm going to go ahead and do one more. The palms of my hands have been breaking out in hives for reasons unknown. And that's from Taryn. So let's pray for Samantha, Taryn, and Cynthia. Um, and just really ask God's favor to touch them exactly where they need it right now in their lives. And um, stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be bringing up a few more prayer requests. And you can always send your requests into dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or message us on Instagram where our handle is dailybreadmoms um, or at dailybreadmoms. If you are not already connected with us on Instagram, uh, don't be deterred by the fact that our account is set on private. It's just for our own um, security right now. So please go ahead and hit, you know, request to follow. We will be happy to connect with you. And uh, that's it for today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.